to episode 91 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast Splatter Chatter, an unedited, unscripted chat about horror movies. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. How you going? Yeah, right. How are you doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, right. Seb, I had a bit of drama this week. Tell me about your drama. Um, I've uh, so I've ba- basically I just finished writing uh, a new book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a hundred and 22 pages or whatever, a uh, kids' graphic novel book. I, yes. I'd written the script. I'd done my uh, planning, my panel plan out, sort of called my thumbnails. Yep. And then um, I uh, saved it. And then I, uh, it asked for me like, well, I, I just saved it, and it said it gave me the save as window, and I went, well, oh, that's weird. So I just saved it, and then um, I just named it the same file, and it goes, I, you know, you sure you want to save over this file? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I thought, just sometimes it does weird shit like that. Yeah. What I didn't realise is what I was doing, I have a dual monitor set up and uh, there was another Word document open in that uh, on that thing which didn't have any writing in it. Uh, and what it was, it was asking me to save that one. But uh, for some reason, the little, you know, thing, like, do you want to save, came up over the one I was working on, which I thought I, I was the one I had thing. So I basically saved my work as blank uh, as I, I got rid of it. But then, I didn't know this. But then I was like using my computer like minutes after that. My man, my, my computer's chugging a bit. I just emptied the trash, so I emptied the trash, <gasps> and then I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll restart it as well." <laughs> so I restarted it, oh. not knowing that I wiped out. But this is anyhow. The next day I came and I realised what I'd done, and this is like a big deal piece of work for me. Yeah, this of is like, like a that's... big thing that I've been working on for a fair long time. Yeah. It we had it was perfect. It had the best jokes in it. I you know I thought about it. and so I was like, that's cool, that's cool. I've got like five back you know, five plans of backup for shit like this. So at first it was like it's in Word, so Word saves automatically. It does automatic like uh saves to and thing, but it puts them in the trash each time it does one. And of course I'd empty the trash and <sighs> and then restart my computer. I'm like, that's cool, that's cool. I'll I'll um I'll go to the backup and then I looked in there. But I've just recently upgraded to Word 365 or whatever they call it. Yep. And I just thought all of its features would have been turned on. They're not. Uh. So none of my cloud backups were turned on. None of my backups were turned on. I'm like, that's cool. Um, I have a Backblaze account which backs my computer up. Uh-huh. Like everything, so I went under that, and I didn't, uh, and I found out that my Backblaze account had fucked up, and I hadn't done it for the last month. So I'm like, that's cool, that's cool. I'll just go onto my server, which also backs the stuff up, and I went on there, and it also hadn't done that, <laughs> like, because um, I'd fucked up setting that bit bit up. Oh my god! So I'm like fucking panicking on that, and I decided, uh, you know what? I'll just I tried to restore the files and you know delete. I tried to do everything. I looked, I worked on it for about four hours. I couldn't get it. I decided to buy a program, you know, like the restoring program. And my, my plan was to restore the trash, right? Yep. And, um, and then, because I, I, the reason I couldn't get any other backups is because I save onto a server. Yeah. Every time you try to, uh, yeah, and I decided to buy a program that like restores shit back. But because I was saving uh, stuff onto the server, you couldn't choose these restore. And I paid like 130 bucks with Prime. You couldn't res- you couldn't choose it to restore that file because it wasn't on that computer. It was you know it's so you you couldn't get the. 
So I, I, my main goal was to restore the trash. Uh-huh. So on the trash, there would have been a version. Even if I'd lost a little bit, it would have been fine. I had to yeah. rewrite the whole thing. So I, uh, this is a nightmare. I, um, I got that started. I restored the trash. It took about like six hours. Got there and the files were there, but they were garbage. They were just like corrupted. It was just pages of just <sighs> gobbledy, you know, like just nothing. Like just, yeah. just, just symbols and like shit. windings like, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole way through. And I looked it up and it's, it's just gone. So like. I fucking went into depression mode. Ugh. I couldn't fucking... I was, like, angry. Then I was upset. I couldn't eat. And I, I tried to eat dinner. I couldn't even taste it. I couldn't watch TV. I went depression. So I'd work, like... This was, like, fucking 12 hours I've been trying to get this thing back. Yeah. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. And I just sat on my computer. I opened Word and just went, like, page one, panel one, and rewrote the whole <sighs> thing over the next, like, six or seven hours to stayed up. And just rewrote it all. Tried like to find like you know the me- my mem like going back in my mind trying to find every scene and shit. It was a nightmare. I did it, and I rewrote it better than it was yeah. originally because like I'd had like I hadn't planned what I was going to do at the end. And I think this is a so this is a horror for yep. kids. Yes. Um, and I. You know, I had plot points that I didn't use. That I just left out kind of thing. So it was kind of like a, a you know, a, a draft too, but I had to remember every part of it. <sighs> and I did it. And it was a horrible experience, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine now because I've got it back. Yeah. no, And that's what I did on the weekend. It is the Dan McGuinness way. Oh, my God. That, that just hurts my soul. I know. That hurts my soul. I mean, I can't even come back from that, but fuck, Yeah. But uh, it, it's so funny. Like I, you know, I, I'm, I've got my shit together. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know, like I, I just everything just didn't work. My wife couldn't believe it. Yeah, she was so, she was really, really supportive of it. Though she of knew course. not to like poke or prod at me and yeah. and that. And that's when she, you just walk away. Yeah, just fade she, into the background. She's lost work before as well. She knows, and this was big. Yeah, and she like she said she felt sick thinking about what I'd lost. Yeah. Damn. <sighs> Anyhow, fuck. What'd you do? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I went and ate a lollipop. <laughs> uh, well, I had a week off work, which was fantastic. So oh, that yeah, was yep. that was essentially like two weeks ago now. Um, that was great. Like I was so busy the whole week that I only ended up having like one day where I was able to just sit at home and slob on the couch in my track pants. But it was awesome. Um, I got to work on some Photoshop stuff. I'm really bad at Photoshop, but I'm learning. I'm teaching myself as I go. Um, so I've designed us a little banner. We've got a banner for the toy Ooh. fair that's coming up. Did you do it the right dimensions and de- docks per inch? I did. What did you do, 300? Yes. Yeah. And I also that. made us some flyers. Oh, I haven't even seen them. I Well, they were meant to arrive yesterday, but they didn't. You didn't even show me the digital file. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. But it like I so I I took your design from our shirt, uh, the roadshow style one, which and we I, will do, which we will do, um, and I sort of recreated it um, just as if it's an old VHS cover. So Sick. you kind of gave me that inspiration. Um, so I did that, and sometimes it's just really nice to sit down and be able to work on stuff solidly without having to stress about what else I'm meant to be doing in no. between. Speaking so. of VHS covers, mm. everyone should go check out Vicious Video. Yes, I am um, so In excited. Adelaide, uh, Shop 8 in the Charles Street Plaza, which yep. is just off Rundle Mall. It's a basically a video shop. Yes. go. I banged on about it last week. I'm not going to bang on again. That's just my little plug. I'm going to buy so much stuff. I always say that, but I go there and there's so much stuff there that I can't buy anything. Yeah. I mean, that 
I do. But like, you know what I mean. Like, I'd be like picking. I'd be picking out the 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 keys. Well, just like you go to a video, you go to the the VHS section in horror, and there's like there is every horror that you've ever loved there. And like, how do you pick? I'm like, you pick up a, and these are clamshells. Yeah. You pick up a copy clamshell copy of fucking Evil Dead Two, and then there's like Evil. Yeah, there's like Hellraiser. It's Hellbound, the double one. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I can't decide out of these. Yeah. So yeah, I end up buying nothing. Yeah, I'd I'd have to narrow it down, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure I would have spent money by now. Zoo's collection is crazy, and he's yeah. like so in with the collectors yeah. market. You know what I mean? He is like respected in the community. That's what I'm trying to say. Like yep. people know him in other countries. Yeah, Jesus. And what are we going to talk about this week? Well, this week, um, I thought we would switch it up a little bit. Back to normal because uh, uh, poor poor listeners were a bit misled by our last uh, splatter chatter. Were they? Uh, they thought that we were doing desert hi- desert island horrors, as in movies set on desert islands. Well, that's what I thought. That's when what you, said. you thought. Um, it was more of a sort of a game, so it was a bit of a misleading title, and we did end up tangenting on. Uh, but this week we are going to talk about horror from nineteen ninety nine. Now, a lot happened in 1999. We had Columbine, we had Y2K, we had the Clinton impeachment, and we had All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> but we also had a lot of iconic films in 99, but as it turns out, more so for me yeah, and there is. not you. This is the most fucking rubbish year I've <laughs> ever... I, when you were like, I looked into it and I was like, we have to pick four films. I couldn't. That is absolutely fine. I couldn't pick four films. I've got more... more mine is more like... Holy shit, look how shit this year was. <laughs> Yours was taking some from my list. Yeah. Well, which, which is totally no, fine. No, no, no. These are ones. I could only find three films mm-hmm. which I considered to be films I liked from yeah. that. Three. Yeah. Like, okay. usually I've like, you know, I have to narrow it down. I have honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I got none of that mm-hmm. shit here. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I guess for me, so like, what, 99, I would have been 14? Maybe yeah, fourteen. I'm gonna say so. This is kind of like peak, peak time for me, really delving into horror stuff. So these films coming out were like, I went to see them at the cinema, and they just sort of became memorable in my life, kind of thing. So everyone yeah. has a year. Yeah, mine I mean, is, I'm not. Mine's I'm, like ninety nine is not my year, but a lot happened in ninety nine for me to remember these films. So. Fair enough. Do you want to do you want to kick us off with one of? Well, your... I found yeah, I found I found three films that I really liked. Um, none of these are like my like loves. No, if you know what I mean. Like you know that we've done the other years before, and I've had stuff like you know to pick from like Videodrome and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where this is just like fucking garbage. This year. is you scraping <laughs> the bottom of the barrel for ninety nine. This is like only sequels got done in this year, and like three ideas. Yeah. So the first one is a comedy horror, Idle Hands. Yeah. It's a great film. We've done a whole episode on we it. We have. Just go um, listen to it. It's it's a great it's a comedy horror. I watched it a lot as as a kid. We've we've done a whole episode on it. But um like I said, I was just, just trying to I try and do, you know, not ones we've done episodes on, but I just had nothing for this year. <laughs> so you like Idle Hands as well. I do love Idle Hands. It, it again, it was one of those films that came out just as I was hitting high school. So for me being starting to be introduced into this like this stoner crowd, you know, listening to new metal, listening to do this, and this film just sort of started speaking to that kind of different vibe. 
And then, of course, it's a high school horror, but it's not a high school horror. It's still like a supernatural demon possession kind of thing. But it's fun. It's stupid as well. Oh, it's stupid the bit where the ha- That bit where the lady finds out that all the attacks make up a pentagram on the map. <laughs> it's like, it does. So? It never comes <laughs> up again? Like, it doesn't even matter? No. No. Uh, yeah, it is. It has funny bits in it. It has the, the weed humor. It runs like a bit of weed humor. Yep, you've got you've got Seth Green. You've got Devin Sawa. You've got that guy from Mighty Ducks. That guy from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> you've, uh, yeah, it, it, it it's a good film. Um, but once again, it's 1999. There was fucking nothing coming out. <laughs> fucking rubbish year. Fucking rubbish year. All right. Well, I will jump straight into mine. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. See, how can you even say that's a good film? That's a fucking great film. <laughs> how do you not like Deep Blue Sea? Uh, what do you mean? Okay, so, I mean, but I like animal films. I like the animal horrors. I like the, the big giant creature, the intelligent creature destroying the humans. The intelligent creature? I don't know. Fucking, I am the person right. that, I am like the only person that likes the Meg. I like the Meg. The Meg was great. I love that movie. Jason I watched- Statham versus the giant shark? Yes. People hated that Jaded Statham. <laughs> he was such a jaded character in that film, it wasn't really he? It really was. Uh, that film's great, and I will die on that hill. The Meg is great. It could have been better, but it was great. Can't wait for the second one. Did he half. ever punch it? That no, it's too big, so was it? so much better. Like, it's just a little punch in the, the snout. The snout. <laughs> snout. Um, but Deep Blue Sea. So, 99, you've got Samuel L. Jackson. You've got some guy whose name escapes me right now. Um... <laughs> Thomas Jane. He was the, pun- the Punisher at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big things were expected, but nothing happened. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. And his bird. Yes. And so it's basically this... What's um, his bird's name? Saffron. <laughs> Probably. Saffron Burrows? I said that. What? Sure. Saffron. So it's basically this uh, middle of the ocean research facility that are trying to harness some chemical from shark's brain to help all Alzheimer's uh, patients. Um but, of course, a big storm rolls in, the sharks get loose, the sharks are also highly intelligent, and chaos, and... Do they beat, like, that old computer at chess? <laughs> they could, if they had an old computer with chess. We get that great scene with um, the... They're trying to pull out one of the sharks from the water to pull out the chemical from its brain and it thrashes around so much and I just remember it thrashing and grabbing on because it's Skarsgård. It's Papa Skarsgård as well. Oh, Papa Skarsgård. Yeah. He's allowed to die. That's fine. Just rips his arm off and then there's you've got this like scene of him just like flailing through this wet sort of laboratory with blood gushing from his arm. It's fantastic. How good is his name? Stellan? Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. You motherfucker. Stellan. He got the best name. He did. All his other kids Won the got name nothing. lottery. <laughs> but yeah. Well, to me, that movie is fucking rubbish. Um, next. <laughs> you just wait. You wait until I make you do it for an episode. Oh. Just wait. It's not a horror. Uh, my next one, though, is a film I did watch a lot of. Yeah. Uh, which is The Blair Witch Project. Fuck yeah. This movie uh, popularised uh, found footage films. It yes. didn't invent it? No. No way. The, what was that? The McPherson tapes? The McPherson tapes. Uh, you can also kind of argue Cannibal Holocaust, mm. um, but that's more mockumentary. What's Mc, the McPherson tapes? What year was that? I think that was like 1980-something. Have you seen that? I've got it. You need to watch it. It's really good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I always... I, 
I've never wanted to watch it in case it was shit. Oh, I really enjoyed so 89. it. 89. Okay. So that's 89 go. found footage film, like alien abduction shit. Like, mm-hmm. I love alien abduction. I don't know why I haven't watched it. Um, what did it get? It didn't get very, it's got like a 5.5 out of 10. People but just it, don't appreciate it. That's true. Um, but Blair Witch Project, I did yep. appreciate. Um, I got my copy on a... I never saw it in the cinema. I didn't actually even know about it until I got handed a copy a la Ring Style. Yeah. Like on a, a copy of a copy on a copy of a, on a VHS with no writing on it or anything like that. And um, my copy was shitter than the... Because you know it was shit quality. Yeah. Mine was shitter because <laughs> it was like a copy of a copy of yeah. a copy. Um and I watched it, and it was, I watched it. It was great. And then um, I just I'd show people and just tell them it was real. Yeah. <laughs> because mine was such a shit copy that like, you know, you're looking at it, and I and people like I got some people like watched it, and at the end were like, fuck. It's intense. Like it's such a great film. So I saw it at the cinema. I remember seeing it at the cinema when I was a kid. Um, and then I just I was obsessed. I think I don't know if I still got it somewhere in storage, but I had the book. They released a Blair Witch Project book that sort of went along. Right. Um, not a novelization. It was like in, intended to be like police reports, all the research that um, the characters had done for the for their film itself. And then of course they released the documentary. So everything there. What was that called? The Blair Witch. Something. The Curse or something. Curse of the Blair Witch. Because yeah, then yeah. they released a documentary because their their marketing was so heavily based on this film being real real found footage even the soundtrack that was released which i do have um was the curse of the blair witch yeah 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 so they found like the the soundtrack itself was like the cassette that was found in josh's car was released as the blair witch soundtrack i love it i love it i'm gonna say this is easily Easily the best film that came out of this horror it, film that came yeah, out of that year. Like, I agree. There is nothing that holds anything close to it. Maybe, maybe I, like The Sixth Sense. Yeah, look, if you. Which if, is not on any of our lists because I just don't like it that much. That's fair. But if you are talking about what are the two most iconic and memorable horror films to come out of 1999, it the is. The Mummy. <laughs> Sure. It is purely The Mummy it's with not, Brendan the mummy, Fraser the mummy's not a horror and movie. Rachel Weisz. The Mummy is an action film. Um, it's like saying in, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a horror film. It's no, not. It's not. Um, but yeah, no, the two most iconic films out of 99. Sixth Sense, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Straight up. Both. Well, Sixth Sense is not on. I, I just don't find it. You don't read it. It's fine. It's just not. A, it doesn't feel like a horror to me. It is. It, I mean, it, it, textbook it is. It's, it's fucking supernatural. Ghosts. It's supernatural yeah, horror, yeah, yeah. It's but just, it's a slow burner. Yeah. See, I like uh, Shamalama Ding Dong's um, movies. I like Signs. Yeah. Always love Signs. That's, everyone comes back to Signs. It's always about Signs. Which I... is weird because it has a highly religious character and the movie's like, like, uh, uh, fucking Climax is proving God's real. Yeah. <laughs> like when you think about it. Yeah. But there's aliens. Yeah. Which disprove God. Yeah. So, and you have fucking, you know, Jew hater in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, maybe if I went back to it, because uh, I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Maybe it would be a bit a bit grating on me now, but I did love it. Just the idea of it. Just the idea of, like, watching a fucking alien invasion unfold yeah. from fucking ground zero. You know, not ground zero. From, like, from from the everyman. Just from the, like, the, these yeah. characters perspective from their house on their farm. Shit's happening over there. 
they're dealing with the stuff that's happening right here. And I just, I just really like that. When they're watching the fucking TV, the, the, the news show and there's that footage of the aliens oh, in that, the daytime. the one that just walks past. Yeah, and, and I loved it. Everyone just is, was traumatized by that. Fucking loved it. Anyhow, nothing to do. With, with this this year, it does well. That's how shit you feel this year is. Uh, you had to start talking but about science. You, you can't go fucking wrong. Like no. the 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 minimalistic filmmaking was it in black and white. Yep, it was. Wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't. No, the starts in black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it starts in black and white and then yeah. cuts into. They've got the two cameras. So. Yeah, and um, you know the the looking, the sound of. I mean, it's just a bunch of the dickhead friends running around outside of it. Like, it's so easy yeah. to make, but that's what makes it genius. Because you know what, you didn't make it. No. They well, made it. The marketing that went along and with they this sold film, it. they made fucking bank. This film made so much money. How do we look that up? You, How, like, I need to know that now. Box Office Mojo? Box Office Mojo. You could do that. Or, I could just write Box Office. I'm sure or Wikipedia. Wikipedia yeah, is go. where you it get it. It made, all... oh my God, it made $248 million US. Yeah. What it, was the budget? 40 bucks. Uh, The budget was 300,000 That seems like more Like this movie was just Maybe the budget It counts for all the marketing as well Well yeah Because the film itself No No A a lot of marketing Maybe they got like You know Some sort of art designer To come in and make Those little stick men And they were like $50,000 each (laughs) You never know It could have been like A rich mahogany I don't know. Ma- mahogany? <laughs> Ma- Blair, I- Blair Witch Mahogany Project? <laughs> I would still like us to do Blair Witch as an episode. I but just don't like sound. Like, I just don't know how we're going to do it because it's like, and then they walked and complained and cried at each other. And then there was snot. And then there was the witch's house. And the end. Well, we could watch Blair Witch Book of Shadows, whatever it's called. The second one? Fuck yes. I've never seen that. Oh, it's terrible. Is it just a film? It is just a film. It's not found footage? No. No, it's just a film, but it's awful. People people would love us to do an episode on that. And then the writing. Three students decide to go to the Maryland, uh, Maryland backwards to, to cover the mystery behind the Blair uh, Witch incident. However, they lose their map and then things take an unexpected turn. <laughs> on the map. And the map gets a mention in the writer. Not well, the, the map is the it's the key player. The quintessential map. Um, I yeah. just want to keep talking about Blair Witch. I'm trying yeah, to think what, of other things that I loved about it. Everything. Everything I loved about it because, like, again, so talking about um, how people become interested in certain things, so that was something that got me interested in, like, not witchcraft, in a sense of like, eh, I'm a the witch. idea of witchcraft, but the idea of the that, idea like that the idea of it. the occult, the idea of all this stuff, because especially like the imagery that goes with it, we we've, we've talked about this previously. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've ranted about it. Um, so that just, and I think the Blair Witch was probably one of those films that really sort of cemented my descent into horror. Yeah, nice. Like. I know what my, my, and I, well, mine was like, I was always into horror. Yeah. I got told in five, fifth grade by the teacher said to my parents, I need psychiatric help because I just draw fucking gore all the time. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I was watching horror at a very young age and then it wasn't until like, I mean, Scream came out and I think that really just like, it just sent me over the deep end into, into, it just sent me on the point of no return. When I was in, I think the eighth grade, they sent a letter home because I'd written this like school project on 
torture devices. Yes. Um, and, you know, the history of... Like gallows. Clowns <laughs> and shit. And, you know, that it, it didn't go down well. Yeah. It's funny these days you'd probably be like... You'd probably be... If kids did that, they'd be like, wow, great interest in film. Yeah. And then back then they're like, ooh, doesn't like maths. That's a bit peculiar. <laughs> Don't like that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Blair Witch. Love Fucking it. Fucking great film. All right. Next on my list, Lake Placid. Oh, God. Isn't that a, isn't Fuck that you, a croc- Lake Placid. movie? Yeah, it is. It's a croc, it's a croc film. Big croc, croc film. Um, Stan Winston did all the practical effects for the croc, so oh, that's good. kudos to Stan Winston. Is um, it better than Alligator? Do you just like it because Betty White's in it? Betty White is in it. Um, <laughs> the Golden Girl. The Gold. She's well. She's gone. Bye, Betty White. Um, no. Well, this is just one of the because I saw Alligator obviously recently over Lake Placid, which I've been watching for twenty something years. So no, Lake Placid for me is better than Alligator by a very thin margin. Oh really? Uh, but this has got everything you want. You get gore in this. You get gator kills or croc kills. Um, you get a lot of comedy, and it's very subtle, sort of sarcastic back and forth comedy between the. <laughs> is it the a homage cast. of those lizard films? I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, is it like one of them? Yeah, like, like there's there's sequences in the film that you know when we're watching Alligator, I'm like, haha, they did like that's Alligator. Like, okay, yeah, I get that. That's great. Um, and then, yeah, we do get Betty White's wearing, which is also fantastic. How good is Placid Lake 2, I've Placid Lake 3, mm-hmm. Placid Lake the final chapter, and then Placid Lake versus Anaconda? Yeah. And I'm like, that, that means it's the lake versus the anaconda. It's not the crocodile. <laughs> like, they don't go, look out, the Placid Lake's chasing us. They don't call, his name's not Placid Lake. It might be. He's from Placid Lake. They've, they've named the croc Placid Lake. Placid Lake Legacy, and then that sh- tail bones into anacondas, and then from then on, it there is really a lot of these. There cro- is, there is a lot, and I've seen none of them. The you don't Lake need Placid- it. Yeah, I'm a bit of a. I don't have time for downloadable content. No, and I don't have time for sequels of films Look, either, I which don't is mind weird. A sequel, but if as a kid, you watch sequels. You yeah. don't when you're an adult. You don't have no time. Well, I mean, Scream. It's a requel. Yeah, it is. Is that what they called it? A reboodle? A reboodle? It's like a labradoodle? A reboodle? No, like Placid is just, it's a fun film. It it gives you exactly what, it's probably one of those films that I would show a kid. Placid Lake? To get his horror, to salivate his horror gland? Yeah, like, you know, you... (laughs) I, you know, I want my kid to never go in a lake again. Here, watch this. No, it's fine. Um, I wouldn't have gone into a lake anyway. I hate getting wet. Yeah, that's fair. Lakes are dirty. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, Lake Placid, I definitely recommend everyone watch Lake Placid. It is better than Deep Blue Sea, but it's, you know, not as good as Blair Witch Project. It's fair enough. Yeah. What What is my next one? Which is my last one because it's the only three films I could find in the entire year. My next film is actually... I'm just going to talk about the shittest ones that have come out that year because it, it is really a fucking pig hunt. That's not even a word. I made that up, but, like, it's a pig hunt of a year. Sure. Uh, anyhow, Wild Zero. Mm-hmm. Japanese zombie rock and roll fucking horror. This movie is great. If anyone hasn't seen this, go watch Wild Zero. We need to do it as an episode. And if you can, find the DVD version, which I own, Yeah. <laughs> and it has a drinking game in it. Which yep. every time there is a zombie's head explodes 
or there is fire and there's a third rule, which I can't remember, you have to drink. Yeah. But it actually has a little beer that comes up in the bottom corner when you have to drink. And then at the end, so much shit's happening that there's like multiple things that are happening and they're building up down the bottom. So it'll just go like, there'll be a zombie that will, head will explode and there'll be fire in the background and there'll be like three. And once I played this, because I used to do a movie, uh, a, a horror movie night at the Grace Emily Hotel back yep. in the day. Um, I've done many of things. You have. Yeah. You're so I used to run a movie fella. night and I ran, um, uh, I did Wild Zero one night with the drinking game on and it may have been the best night of my life. Ugh. It was like the entire crowd doing it. I mean, you don't remember any there of it. There was like but, 50 you know. people watching this thing every time the beers came up and then like, yeah. thing. it is Japanese, so it does have subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're scared of subtitles, <laughs> you're an idiot because uh, I love subtitles. Yeah. They're the best. And yeah, the, the what is the storyline? It is a... So you got Wild Zero, which is a real band. Yes, fantastic like, band. Everyone should check them out. Yeah, so they're like a rock and roll. They're actually a bit garbage. They're, it's a punk band. So it's a noise punk band from Japan. They they dress in like the the leathers. It's the teddy boy look. Teddy boy, that's it. Yes, yeah. it. Yeah, and they they they're all about. They wear sunglasses. They're all about their image. They're all funny. Um, and then they made a film where a zombie apocalypse happens. As and they're the band and they're the main guys and. I think it's Tobio. There's like a it's got a trans character in it. It's been a very long time since. So I've the seen main it. there's the main guy in it who is there's two characters other than Wild Zero. There's the, the main guy and then Tobio who is a trans woman. Yeah, and then he just like at the end he just finds that out and then just doesn't matter. Love conquers all. And yeah, yeah, and I'm like I love that idea. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter love as it should all. be because uh, you know it's just a lady with a willy. It's fine. What's not to love? Anyway. Wild Zero. Lots of zombie exploding. Lots of rock and roll. There's like, it's like, yeah, a rock and roll. Op- it's not an opera. It's like a, it's hard to explain. You want to call it a, like a punk rock opera? Yeah, it's weird, Horror. isn't it? It's kind of zombie. like your um, Slumber, Marty Ma- pa- Slumber Party Massacre 3 kind of vibe. It does have some music in it. Yeah. But just a great weird film. That Japanese, like, you know, that, that real take on cinema when that they had like these golden years back when like Takashi Miike was like massive doing shit like fucking um, uh, Itchy the Killer and all that kind of stuff like yeah um, yeah he actually he actually gets a mention in this list um, later on Uh, yeah yeah Wild Zero was in there in that kind of like it was at a time as well when films weren't as easy to find like you couldn't just like Download them. Yeah. You couldn't just like, so when you had these films like Wild Zero, you got it. You had to buy it online from a weird place online. It might have come, it might not. You get it eventually. You had to find a DVD player that played that region. Yeah. Like we had multiple, we had like, and it was always the best DVD players were the Cunningham's Warehouse ones. They just played everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. And I were real good. Like you get a Technics one or whatever and it didn't play anything. Like the, the budget DVD players, because they didn't play it any worse. No. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You're, just, yeah. you're paying less money and you can. You need to get a Kano's one. Oh, Kano's. 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 Uh, yeah, Wild Zero. And that's the end of my list. They're the only three good movies, in my opinion, that came out the entire fucking year. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the next on my list is House on Haunted Hill. How did you not like House on Haunted Hill? Well, I did. You but did. But it's on your list. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, look, Blair Witch Project was it's on. It's still camp as shit, though. Yeah. 
Like it's still got that 90s stank all over it. Oh, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't mind a 90s stank, but yeah. I mean, House on Haunted Hill, it was like the... It's it was too clean like looking. The first film in the Dark Castle sort of series where they went on to do 13 Ghost, uh, Ghost Ship, etc., etc. Um, but this film was like heavy with gore and it was basically just like a, a full-on remake of the original Vincent Price House on Haunted Hill. Even Jeffrey Rush playing the main character that Vincent Price played looked exactly like yeah, Vincent did, Price. Like exactly. It's great. So it's like no, this- it's good, yeah. It had that good 90s vibe. I mean, I like, yeah, I, I watched, this would have been on my list if you didn't have it. Yeah. So, um, it's like my spiritual fourth movie. Yeah. Uh, I You know, I love the idea of, uh, all right, is this the one... Yeah, we did the the. Have we done this? As we an haven't done this as an episode. We haven't. Not yet. What do we? Work? Oh, thirteen ghosts. Is yeah, it? we did thirteen. Yeah, ghosts. this is the one. Yeah, no, no, I do like this one. This is the one where it's got like the crazy room, the the room that would send a person crazy, would send a crazy person sane. Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah, and it's got um uh the guy that played the the reanimator um Herbert West. It's got a. I, He's in it. I'm he plays sure. like the. Herbert West is in it. Yeah, he plays like the doctor from like the 30s. Yeah. The yeah, ghost yeah, of yeah, him. Yeah. And it's just like, but it also has this very sense of like, it, it also feels like a sort of an, a Marilyn Manson video clip. From, That's what from I was about the, to say. The I was about to say 90s, I'm pretty like, sure he does. There's like, there's a, he, there's a Marilyn Manson. He does sweet cover. dreams. He sweet does dreams. the cover yeah, yeah. of sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Yeah. It's, it's, well, he doesn't do that for the film. That's just one no, of the it's songs. just it's in the film. Um, but yeah, the, like there are certain sequences within this film that do feel like um, a Marilyn Manson video clip from the nineties. Well, because well. like Jeffrey Rush's character his name is Stephen Price. Yeah, huh. original. Oh uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeffrey Combs. That, thank you. I yeah. was like, that's Com- a reanimator. It is man. Combs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, this film's a great film. Like, and as I said, like I used to have the poster on my. Roof. Yep. Um, I saw this at the cinema. I think I was I was still I wasn't quite fifteen when it came out, and it was an MA film. So I think my older brother took me to see it because um, I just really really wanted to see it. Yes. And it. yeah, it was just great. Like there's there's a lot of really good gore. It's sort of it's one of those films that like looking rewatching it now, it's like doesn't hold up as well, but it kind of does. Probably holds up better than Thirteen Ghosts. One hundred percent, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But watching this is also like when you rewatch *Malignant*, which you need to finish *Malignant*. Dan, give I do, the time I do, of day. yeah, yeah. Like, has weird, yeah. *Malignant* is the, it's the love letter to the nineties horror. It is homaging the nineties fucking horror, and this this one has is it stinks all over *Malignant*. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Now, I I I did like this one. I owned it on my VHS. Yes, yeah, and I I just uh, I just. We used to watch it all the time. Yeah. Weird that you just keep watching the films that you just have. Actually, no, that doesn't happen these days, does it? People just go onto Netflix and watch a new film. I still rewatch the same films. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, again and again and as again. A, as I watched Poltergeist 3 the other day, remember? <laughs> Why not? Well, yeah, I rewatched uh, uh, Dude Party Massacre the other day. I watched this week uh, Freddy's Dead. Oh. Again, because it's just got so. And I was watching it, and I'm like, this is such a good film. And it's rated one of the worst Nightmare on Elm Streets. And I'm like, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not that bad. It may be like... It could be worse. No, it's one of the best Nightmare on Elm Streets. Oh, easily. That Three is... Three easily the best. Yes. But, like, it's solid in its storytelling. The characters are cool. you got the guy with the hearing aid. They're the runaway... It's always the runaway kids. I love yeah. that shit. Like, or from the home, or from the... 
you know, the mental institution. It's always the great, the disturbed Because well, it doesn't kids. matter if they go missing, right? And shit like that. You know, it's, you know, Freddie's bring. it's got, you know, Freddie's, the last, that, the last Elm Street kid. It goes ham on the fucking, the, the, the dream shit. Remember the kid keeps waking up and then the house is falling and Freddie's like, and Freddie's not powerful enough to hurt people yet, so he's taunting them and all yeah. that shit. It's just rad. Like, it's got that, op- that cutthroat, awesome opening of like, you know, just like the Freddie's dead, like, with big letters coming in to the cool 80s, like, yeah. fucking music to the, like, super good title. And I just love it. It's got the stoner die and, like, the fucking, the cartoons come out of the TV around him and shit. And that's got all the, the Freddie playing in a video game that Freddie's like. Because that's Brecken Meyer, isn't it? Who's that? Brecken Meyer. He's, um, he was in, like, Clueless. He was. Oh, yeah, the, the actor. The, the stoner guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um. You know, Freddie's doing like Nintendo jokes. You forgot the power glove, and his gl- his knife glove is a power glove. I'm like, this is. They need to do that as a replica. How have they not done that as a replica? Yeah, the fucking power glove. Oh, like I would Freddie. buy that. Everyone would. Fuck yeah, I but, would sell that. Yeah, but I just don't understand why people think that's not a good film. And like, the others are shit. People the Dream just, Child is one of the worst. No, people know, like, shit on everything. Oh, it's true, but I just. I put it on. It was solid. It made sense. You know, you got, you know, like the, you know, he falls out the sky and all the, I mean, oh, and the character, he lands on the spikes and yep. the spikes come in him in real life. And this cool shit. She like kicks the, uh, you know, the, the, the badass teen kicks the, the guy he's trying to get in the dreams and he falls through the table and it goes in. And I just cool ideas yeah. like that. All the cool ideas. And I'm just like. Why isn't this up there? Anyway, yeah. what was I talking about? Um, well, we were talking about House on Haunted Hill. That's it, that's it. But you've got no more on your list. So, But I feel that you want to shit on some more horror films. Well, I, also within that year is a Takashi Miike, like Audition mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. Um, Audition, I don't really count as a horror film. I count it as a thriller. Sure. Because it's like, it's majority of it is just about the auditioning of a girl for a fake movie, which is like sub, subconsciously the auditioning of like, a guy just trying to, he kind of gets obsessed with the girl and and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of about like, don't get obsessed with people you don't know anything about. And she ends up like kind of miserying him. Like she yeah. ends up cutting his feet off and shit. So he can, but that, and that's the scene that everyone remembers. Like the, yeah. get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And she's like fucking like, she's just got a wire that she wraps around and goes zink, 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 zink. And it shows it all and like throwing the foot off and shit. And that happens at the end, but the rest of the film is just like dialogue and like yeah. a bit of like, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, gaslighting. Yeah. A lot of gaslighting in there, so like towards the guy and, you know, and shit like that. But I don't really count it as a, it's a great film though. It's good, good, uh, Mike film, mm-hmm. but I just don't count it really as a horror. I mean, does it have the horrific scene at the end, which is sickening? Yeah. Cause you can hear it once it gets onto the bone, the wire, and it starts going zing, zing, zing yeah. on the wire, on the bone. And like, yeah, shit like that. Um, but yeah, man, like, let's look at this fucking year. <laughs> so this is the year. This is a year we're looking at, and it's, this is its list of best films for yeah. that year. You got Retro Puppet Master, which is another Puppet Master. Children of the Corn Six. Six. It's actually Children of the Corn Six Six Six. Isaac's Return is what it's called. <laughs> yeah. You got Ring Virus, which I don't know much about. You got um, Candyman 3, Dust Till Dawn 2 and 3 came out in that year. They were just pumping them out. The Ring 2. So there was two Ring films came out in that year. Oh, man, the list just goes on of like these like rubbish versions of Spawn 3. 
I didn't even know there are other more than one. This is your your top ones. Um, I. Well, look, you also get Stir of Echoes, Kevin no, Bacon. I've never seen Stir of Echoes. It's worth. Watching. Is that a, what's his name, like, seven Fight Club guy film? What's his name? What, what's I that I don't guy? think so. It might, Ridley, not Ridley. I don't know who I'm thinking about. David Glop. So, nah, no. Nah. Uh, yeah, it's, but- it's a great supernatural thriller. Like, it's it's intense. I, I watched it recently as well, and I thought, fuck. This. Warlock 3, The End of Innocence, it's called. We also get Sleepy Hollow. Carry, carry the rage. Oh, carry the rage is a fucking like dumpster fire of a film. I saw that at the, the Wishmaster Two. Yeah. Like they're all just like, there's no new good ideas. I mean, there was. There was like. Well, it's the end of the millennium. You've got to kick out a bunch of crap so that we can start fresh in 2000 with something else. There's one called Hot Wax Zombies on Wheels. I am going to find that and watch that. There's a movie. Called Violent Shit Three. <laughs> I need to see the first two. The cover is blank, and it just says that on the front. Oh, okay. Trying oh, to do that like I... shocking Asia vibe, oh, or like... yeah, like the Faces of Death kind of one. Yeah, yeah. So this is like in the top horrors. Beowulf is in it. This is a show. <laughs> the Mummy. Mm-hmm. These aren't horrors. You. These are just like. You don't have enough horror. Well, they were horror that we grew up with. Obviously, we are... Ob- I've, I've just got a higher standard because I come from the 80s. Ah, Ooh. that just... Uh, fucking, fucking... I need a spatula to get my burn off that one. Uh, <laughs> to get you. No, I mean, look, that's fair. Like, I mean, I love a lot of 80s horror. Um, these are just some horrors from the 90s that have sort of stuck with me over the years. Uh you know, I probably wouldn't say that 90s horror is better than 80s horror. No way. I wouldn't make if you that did, sta- I'd smash I your face off. I wouldn't make that broad statement. Blanket statement? Yeah, I'm not making that. You a movie called Witch House? This is, it keeps on coming up on all the lists. Witch House. I don't know what that is, but should we watch it? There's also one called Bats. Oh, yeah. I actually, um, I picked that up the other day. It's got Lou Diamond Phillips in it. I plan yeah, on who doesn't like Lou Diamond Phillips? Exactly. It's um, no, he's Ravenous no, came out in that no year Jimmy as well. He's no Jimmy Smith. Ravenous but... was a cool film, but I don't count it as a horror. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... like yeah. It's horror adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyhow, that's my fourth film. Yeah. Ragging the shit out of 1999. That is I, Look, we love a good rag. We love a good 99 horror. Um... Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, we also, Troublesome Night, a Japanese five and six came out in that oh. year. Troublesome Night. How good is that name? We're having a bit of a troublesome night. <laughs> That's peculiar. But anyhow, fair there enough, you go. Fair enough. All right, all right. You wanted a... What a rubbish year. You're such a rubbish human. <laughs> I'm like... not saying that 99 was the best year for horror. I was just, this is a... This is me scraping the bottom of my brain barrel for a topic that we can talk about. So your next one is Stir of Echoes. Well, it's on the list because, you know, we like to do four. Stir of Echoes You couldn't even find four. I could, but you had two of them. (laughs) (laughs) So we couldn't even find eight good films. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying it's the best year for horror. I'm not saying that at all. It's just a topic of conversation. That's fair enough. Yeah. 
which I feel is that's where we shall. So this episode should be going, we tried to find good films in 1999. <laughs> well, look, I found some. You found some. Isn't there a Prince song about 1999? The, yep, partying like it's 1999. Yeah, all right, all right. Anyway. what's your next film? That's it. Well, you don't want to talk about Stereo of Echoes a bit? No, we talked about it. I don't know anything about it. What's it about? He's like, um, he's a musician. He's like this sort of like failing musician. Um, something happens to him and I can't remember exactly. <laughs> you can't even remember. It's on your favorite <laughs> I, list. It's not on my favorite list. It was my, oh God, I need to talk about something. Um, exactly. And he starts to sort of see visions of something uh, of a girl. She's been murdered. She's missing. Um, everyone just assumes that she's she's a runaway, um, but she's clearly something sort of. Apparently, has... yes, he was born with the ability to communicate with the dead. Oh, there you go. Tom experiences visions of a teenage girl who is reported missing. Unable to ignore her, <laughs> he is forced to obey her seemingly strange instructions. Awesome. Yeah, right. So it's just about a guy once again getting told what to do. By a woman. By a woman. Oof. That's not really that. Oof. Oof. That's poor guys. It's a good film. That's poor guys with our big paychecks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Well, that's it. We're cutting it. We're at Sleepy Hollow. Is that rated R? What? Yeah. Rated R in America? Well, just rated R. Fucking not rated R. It is. No. Um, that's a Tim Burton. It was. Tim Burton when he started to lose it. That was, um, yeah, I think that was probably one of his last good films. Well, last okay-ish films. That film was the, um, film that made me terrified of Christopher Walken. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he was like, he, he plays the, the Headless Horseman and he's got them like sharp pointy teeth. And I just remember that I didn't like that when I was... <laughs> 14. It won an Academy Award for Best Production Design. Ooh. I don't even know what Bet Production Design means because I thought production was just organising, designing the production. No, oh. it's probably just like the look. Yeah. Which is very, it's got a good production. Yeah. It's got a very Tim Burton vibe to it. It does. Does it have all the, the curly trees? Probably does. I think it does. It I probably think it kind of does. Tim Burton's like yeah. in his contract, he has to have seven curly trees in every film. <laughs> Christina Ricci's in it. Ricci, or how would you like to pronounce her last name? With blonde hair. With blonde hair. Doesn't really go. It doesn't. No. But she's awesome. We love her. She's Wednesday Adams. It's fine. Yeah, I think she's cool. Anyhow. Yeah. Back to what we were talking about. So we're at the end. That's yeah, it. That's it. That is it. Uh, we're done. Uh, but before we sign off, I just want to take a moment to shout out to the people that have been interacting interacting with us uh, to help us grow. People like Adam Kister, Patrick Roberts, Adam Gillespie, and Andrew Hector. You're Hector. awesome. Audio blood. Audio blood. Danny, you're going to take us out. Yeah, so you've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We're available on all major podcasting services, but also on YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please hit you know hit the like button, subscribe to whatever you're listening to on listen to us on like podcast, Spotify. It's always whatever the best because I can keep the analytics. Yeah, I like an analytic. We can keep, keep, keep like fuck YouTube. I I always do like don't go to YouTube, don't go to the YouTube, and slowly our YouTube it's gone down. It's gone down, yeah. but our, our, our podcast's been going out. So it's, it looks like people have been listening to my advice on like like it was good. Like we may even just take the YouTube down. Yeah, like. 
just stopped doing it on YouTube. We're only getting like bugger all, and they're like prob- one, two. I think our last episode got like one like uh, one view, and it was me. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna, we're probably going to take down the YouTube. So uh, that's an announcement that I just made up. Then probably <laughs> heaps less work for me. Yeah, well, no, I, that's what we want. Less work for you. So this is you will never see YouTube ever again. <laughs> and if people want to, I'm going to write on the YouTube banner like, "Come over to Spotify to yep. come see us if you like what you see." Anyhow, um, yeah, so subscribe, leave a comment, do a review or anything like that. But mostly just like just talk to us. Yeah. We like being talked to. I do. Um, we've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram. Just search for it. And we've got, a, we've got an email if you want to, like, you know, if you want to email us, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Because, yeah. you know, this is, as I said before, and we said again, we do this all for free. We don't get paid. There's no, no sponsorship. There's no money coming in. This is just the love of horror that mm-hmm. drives us, that makes us do this. And we just like doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, kids, be kind, rewind.